Ema, the Lord's leaping and the ladies dancing. It is the many things. Episode 17. We're going to go from yeah. 70 to 1. Yes. You ready? Go. 69 cunnilinguses. 68 dirty buttholes. No, we're not going to do that. 67 hemorrhoids in Ugh. my butt. No, this is Funny story. Go ahead. <laughs> it's our Christmas episode. Yeah. It is our post Fourth anniversary show. Yeah. Four years. Been doing this shit for four years, so yep. thanks to the one person that listens, my said, mom. Four years, 70 episodes. <laughs> Let's not do that math. It's like, what, one episode every two years? <laughs> no, we're doing, we're doing good. It is what it is. We're busy folk. Busy little bees. Yeah, yeah. So what's new? What's up? What'd you do uh, since the last time I talked to you? I'm trying to think of the last time. Oh, let me think. It's been so long. You got some tickets, right? You got some tickets. I didn't get some tickets. I'm going to see the divine Alanis Morissette and her jagged little pills with special guests. Garbage and Liz Fair. Liz Fair. Luscious Liz Fair. And she's going to put a spell on us. With her witch eyes. She talks about that in the book. Yeah. All right. I can't wait. So yeah, I started reading the Liz Fair book. So where are we sitting? We are we sitting at BBT for the Alanis Morissette? Yeah, you I didn't get lawn seats or anything. No, I think I'm for what I paid. I don't know. Now I'm paranoid. <laughs> How do you know if they're lawn seats? You would know if they're. Are lawn they up seats. front? No. Are they really expensive? <laughs> no. Then no, we're not sitting at lawn seats. <laughs> so I would I, assume not to say. I assume for what I pay for these tickets, we would not be. Paying the chair rental fee. I, I would think so, them. too. So I was going to buy uh, Motley Crue tickets. They went on sale the same day. My boss was like, get tickets. I want to spend 200 bucks. I really didn't want to spend 200 bucks, mm-hmm. But like, if there were some really good options for 200 I would think about it. Mm-hmm. Which are kind of were, but I, I started getting all cheapo. So the cheap seats in the 400 section started at nine, nine, 99 bucks plus service fee. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be probably 125 And I'm yeah. like, I paid like... 25 bucks more for that at for Billy Joel. Come yeah. on, Motley Crue. Although it's Motley Crue, Poison, uh, Def Leppard, and Joan Jett. It is a pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, Joan Jett. And so I think cool. it will be a, a lot of cool, mm-hmm. like it's going to be the event. But it's also outside, mm-hmm. middle of August, and I'm worried about rain too. I kind of wanted to sit so you could have some Undercover, coverage. yeah. I found three seats. We wouldn't be undercover, but I thought they were decent seats, and Ticketmaster took them out of my my shopping cart and said they were no longer available. It was a big pain in the ass. So I think I'm just going to wait for, for StubHub in the May or something and get tickets. Me, you and my sister said she wanted to go. Yeah. So Rocky. yeah, so it kind of sucked. I wanted to get something, but I also kind of started feeling rushed then. I'm like, I'm like, I kind of want to see where these seats are. I don't want to mm-hmm. just get willy nilly stab in the dark. Yeah. I don't want a jumbotron in front of me or something. Mm-hmm. What have I been up to? Yes. Tell us your story. Went to, Longwood Gardens. Mm. Nothing exciting there. Um, I got a little story. Okay. A little story. Not a big story. A little story. Okay. I was on the trail, uh, specifically Black Rock Trail, today. Went to get out a little bit. Okay. And there were just hordes of fucking weirdos, Mm. I assume, catching Pokemon and Pokemon Go. Well, they were doing the Luminary thing down St. Mike's by St. Mike's. That was not this. This was literally... 12 people sitting around on their cell phones at a spot looking like child molesters. And they were, yeah, creeps. Maybe they're having a meeting. They were creepy creeps, and I saw so many. And then I saw were one they guy. they trying to catch penis fish? I mean, maybe, yeah, <laughs> penis fish. I don't know. It was just really bad. And, like, I saw this guy with his daughter. I was like, oh, you don't want to be here, dude. There's a lot of creepos. And so it's not much of a story, but it was freaky. That's weird. 
And it happened like enough that I was like, ew. Hmm. I went on the trail today and yeah. I, I didn't really see anybody. Ooh. I went at like 10.30 though. Hmm. I saw nothing. Ah. I saw nothing, nothing, nothing. What else? Saw the Star Wars movie, the new one. Is that ending not crazy? Well, I uh, I thought it was in poor taste. So should we tell them the ending? My The, the ending of all uh, endings. Spoilers. Spoilers. So at the end, R2-D2. We've heard this fan theory before. Mm-hmm. There's R2-D2 and he's projecting... A snow globe and the snow globe is shaking and it says the end people will probably be no more pissed about that ending than they seem to be about this c3po uh, do you hear that thing mark told me about that apparently the end is going to be like c3 like how c3po is going to have his mind erased yeah and r2d2 the whole time has just been telling him these stories Oh. And then afterwards, they're going to project the snow globe. No, here's... So I saw it. Okay. It. Okay. And I'm not going to spoil it for people. Okay. But I thought it was in very poor taste to have adult baby Yoda. <laughs> and he's like, ooh, make bum bum in pants I do. I do do. Yeah, and he throws his like feces everywhere. Uh, that's just a lie. Poor C-3PO, though. Yeah. I feel for him. I don't. Why? Because he's annoying. He's um never a fan. Well, you know what? You just hate gay people. And Ray, guess who's her mom? Uh, C-3PO? Zam Wessel. <laughs> I forgot about fucking Zam Wessel. They, they've been putting the marathon on like T- TBS, and yeah. I was like, Zam Wessel was so cool. But then like, For the, like, oh, the two minutes she was on screen. Yeah, I felt like they made Zam Wessel a bigger deal before. Yeah, she looked really cool, like bounty hunters, shapeshifter. Yeah. And then you're like, boom, 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 boom. She kills people with giant wow. caterpillars. Yeah. Isn't that her thing? She like throws like caterpillars at I don't remember. It's not Princess cat- Amidala. Amidala. What are they then? I don't know. I They're space caterpillars. <laughs> I'm sorry. Space caterpillars. She's throwing pubes. Space pubes. So, what else? Anything else? No, <laughs> I re- actually for the most part it's been schoolwork. It's been a pretty boring life. So Put up a tree. Semester's over. Semester's over. Yeah, me too. My yeah. semester's over as well. Party! Yeah, I don't really have too much going on. I, I am closing in on Running 1,000 miles ah. for the year. I hit 9.99. I did nine and a quarter today. I'm now paying for it with my hip because I'm old. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with that. I wasn't aiming for that, but I was yeah. like, wow, I can hit 1,000. It's a shame you're going to miss it when you get hobbled after, before leaving here When you take a, you'll be uh, misering at me. Your great you'll kitty like, will. She's going to gnaw in your, in your attendance. She'll snap you like how the tigers do. She'll cut it like, uh, what movie was that where something gets her killed? Oh, in um, the first um, Pet Cemetery. Yes. Oh, does it. oh, that's awful. Sometimes dead is better. Yeah, I liked it better than the remake. I like the remake. Eh, it's alright. That cockeyed nah. girl was adorbs. Nah. That cat was pretty cool. <laughs> Did you see the thing I posted on Facebook about that cat sweater? Your mom actually talked yeah, to me yeah. about it. Yeah. She's like, Ooh. Hint, hint! Nah. <laughs> There's a sweater you could put a cat in. And I'm sure those cats are just loving it. Yeah, I saw it come up on my um, Instagram feed for a gift. <laughs> I was oh. like, yeah, I was like, wow, am I that crazy? I'm getting a lot of, like, cat-themed... Uh... Pussy stuff. You're like, not that pussy. Yeah. This Georgia O'Keeffe bouquet. I don't Mm. see that. That's a culture joke. (laughs) I get it. Anyway, so maybe we should talk about music. Let's talk about some music. Uh, I will go first. How many do you got? I got three. I have three too, although one of them is tiny. I'm going to start out short and (laughs) Start out short and simple. All right, go for it, dude. Mainly because if things go right, it's actually the song that opened this podcast. Mm. Ahem. Oh, I know what song it is. 
Yeah. Since you sent it to me, I, I like, should say. I wonder what song it is. I'm such a dumbass so, sometimes. Uh, no gift for Nazis by the Alice Bag Band off Get Better Records. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Philadelphia's own. Mm-hmm. Featured most recently. Uh, was it Dykes to watch out for? Yeah, he has a bunch of stuff out. He he's actually I think in the band called Control Top, the guy that yeah. runs it. Oh, um, and um, actually, Potty Mouth is on that label. Yes. Potty oh, Mouth. and it's like Potty Mouth had a single come out. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Hmm. Don't tell a certain Victor Zimmerman unless they have a seven it. inch, then he'll be very happy. Oh, I don't know. I think so. They have a six inch. You have to trim around the. Um, <laughs> it doesn't really play too well. So anyway, Alice Bag, ABB, Alice Bag Band, Alice Bag, famous for being a. Of old punk back in the day and mm-hmm. open Derby crash and possibly claiming to be the person who invented skateboarders listening to punk rock. Mm, and she was on Decline of Western Civilization. So this is a short, simple, like, kind of punky song. Uh, no, it's about, uh, no gift for Nazis. It's about how Nazis are not going to get presents. Yes. And you got to love a band. That Nazi hurts any Nazi, gifts. yes. <laughs> I have that down. Nazi. I have it here. Nazi. And, you know, it's basically it's, how... It's funny. Santa Claus doesn't like fascists, and you know, they're gonna get in trouble, and like, no one's gonna get their presents. And you know, it's a good old fashioned bad, Nazis are bad song. Mm, yeah, they are. And of course, suspicious that the Nordic traditions of Chris Kringle and whatnot. That's true. Ooh, there are some Chris Kringle Yeah, for you. coming out of your. But, um, and Sinterklaus yes. and his friends, the villainous Black Pete, mm. the evil Santa Claus, who's a black man, are really in. You know what Black Pete is? Uh, From um, Christmas Story. Didn't they say Black Pete? Oh, no, it's a different Black Pete, though. So, all right. Or Blake, maybe that's Black Bill or something like that. I don't know. Black Bart? Black Bart. So, check this shit out. Check this shit out. Check it. So, Sinterklaus is the Dutch Santa Claus. Okay. And there's an evil counterpart to Santa Claus known as Black Pete. Who beats the bad kids and, if they're really bad, abducts them and takes them to Spain to sell them into slavery. <laughs> and if you talk to Dutch people, as I do on many occasions due yeah. to my place of business, they don't see the problem in having a white man dress in blackface. Ugh. Um, Doesn't surprise me. Like, at all. They're like, it's, it's a fun little thing, isn't it? Mm. It's tradition. We can't change that. Yeah. I was like, eh, you can. <laughs> yeah, that's Maybe really bad. Maybe you guys should rolled over when the Nazis came. <laughs> we wouldn't need songs like, uh, no, no presents for Nazis. That's no okay. gift for Nazis. So that's it. Short, sweet, to the point. Seasonal might be the most normal song <laughs> this time. You may proceed. I may proceed. Yes. The Drew Thompson Foundation came out in September. Um, a little late to the game, I heard an interview of him on um, Anxious and Angry, Ryan Young from Off With Their Heads po- podcast. It's funny, the Drew Thompson Foundation, self-titled from Dine-In Records. Uh, he is from either Hamilton or London, Ontario. Mm. And he's this is like a solo project that he's been doing since 2010. And he is from the band Single Mothers, if you've ever heard of that band mm. before. So it's kind of like indie rock, folk punk. I really like this album. I mm-hmm. thought it was really fun. Karma, for some reason, I feel like it has like a Weezer sound going through. I don't know if you yeah, picked up bit. on that. Yeah. And it kind of has this alt 90 feel. It's very catchy, indie rock. Um, Stay, I love Stay. Like if I had one of the yeah. songs of the year, this would be in the top five. Love the song. His voice almost reminds me of the, the vocalist on the Decemberists a little bit. It's very catchy. I love it. I love the lyrics. It's more or less like you should have just stayed around while I became the person that I am yeah. now. And it was more or less, he got sober a couple years ago, so a lot of these songs have to do with that. Pace Yourself, great mm-hmm. song. 
folky about sobri- sobriety again. I like when he starts talking about his whiskey years and how his girl uh, <coughs> stayed with him through that. Very sing-songy choruses. A little more time. And I'm sure you didn't listen to the song, and I should have played it for you before. It had this riff going through. I'm like, why can't I place this? I've heard this before. And I was like... I'm like, ah. And it's Asia Heat of the Moment. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I'll have to play it for you. It's not the whole song, but the, uh, the beginning part, uh, it, it kind of weaves through the song. But yeah, I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. that's cool. Barbed Wire, uh, 90s inspired indie rock. Break catchy storytelling lyrics about a girlfriend. Ellie Lately's cool. Little head bopping song. People are pets. It almost reminds me of Ezra Kyer uh, from... Um, I remember, yeah. Yeah, it, from... The- in decay, yeah, from being on the podcast. Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. Leftover crack. It's very. It's just piano mm-hmm. and strings. And I'm not really sure what it's about. It's interesting. It's talking about like this guy in court, and they snuck a camera in, and they're like, people mm-hmm. are pests, and people are pets. It's, it's interesting. It's. I really like the song, and then it ends on all I remember, and it's like a cool, cool folky song. It has some really cool guitar riffs, and I, I think it's about an old friend and. Just not changing. Yeah. But altogether, I, I really, really like this album. It kind of reminds me of Mischief Brew a little bit. It, I like that he's just blunt about his life. It's very honest. It's very uh, introspective. It's, it almost seems like a therapy project for him. Mm-hmm. And um, I really liked it. I, I think anyone should just check it out, especially Listen to Stay. That song is freaking yeah. awesome. And that is the Drew Thomas Foundation. You have a theory. Okay. That Weezer is to music... As chicken is to food, you know, you, you eat something, you don't quite know what it tastes like, how it tastes like chicken. You it's, say it's it, Weezer. It, it, everything sounds kind of like Weezer if it's 90s alt rock. <laughs> it just related. had like a Weezer, like not, not, and not through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. There was like a couple songs that it kind of reminded mm-hmm. me of a little early Weezer. Yeah. So, originally I was going to do a band called Dude York. Okay. I've been sitting around forever. Um, finally listened to it. It sounds like... Uh, uh, the, that Mary Timoney album, the XX okay. album, but not as good. So I decided to do another thing I've been listening to quite a lot. Colossal Squid. Okay. This is, oh Lord, Swinger, which I don't know what that means. This is off Bandcamp. Squire Log Records. This came out 1129. It's a single person, Adam Betts, who's a producer in London. Okay. Town, foggy London town. Mm. The best way to describe this is... Avant-garde psychedelic drumming. If it had more instrumentation, it would be math rock. Did we listen to the same thing? <laughs> I, maybe not. Colossal Squid. It's a very, very asynchronous, atonal beats, weird time It signatures. was just like electro beat to me. It was like DJ, EMD, electronic dance music. Is it the same thing? It might be. You might be thinking it. Yeah. Let me continue. <laughs> but anyway, because I want to think it's sort of EDM related, maybe, but I didn't think it was more just... Some dude wailing on drums being really fucking nutty. I don't know. It... Wow, this is really dumb, man. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm losing all... Was there a song called Kinch, Kick Punch on yours? Yes. Well, I think Kick we are Punch is a place. good song, yes. <laughs> oh, no. There wasn't a... I was just saying, no, no, that well, was one of... Very review. Like I said, it's very... It's funny, um... It was like hard dance to me. Like, I would I think a little more than it because it's so... Well, same plan in a different world with this. Anyway, I'm going to bail out now because we seem to be so derailed. No, no, I wouldn't hear Punch is is the best song of the album. Yeah, that's why, yeah, I have like... As well as I Fuck San Francisco, which is Mm. a lot more industrial. That's the last song in the album. Okay. 
And yeah, it's just like a weird, like like drumming in noise rock uh, or, or math rock. Very uh, minimalistic, kind of like, yeah, electro beat. People sit, when, when there are lyrics, people seem in weird shit. Yeah. Um, there was one, I think it was just called Colossal Squid, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Unless it was Kick Punch? I don't know. The vocals kind of remind me of like Portishead and Fiona Apple. Was that where the woman's like, I kill every guy who looks won't look me in the eye. And Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that's um, Kick Punch. Okay. And that um, the artist I yeah, can't I guess remember her name it. right now. A K Patterson. A K Patterson. Okay. I listen to some of her music. It's kind of like a lot more of a P J Harvey thing going on. That makes sense to what but, I was comparing her to. I like uh, lo- I lost Detroit. Sounded like computers fucking. I mean, yeah, that's a good way. Yeah. So I've been. Yeah, I didn't say it was a bad thing. I was just surprised in your choice that like the. Uh, you're like, well, it's, it's different because you can listen to it and kind of not really because I've listened to it a lot and it's like ooh. I've been rewatching Portlandia, mm-hmm. which says it's becoming harder every time a little bit of news about the Slater Kinney dysphoria comes up. But they have an episode called Squiggle Man where they form a band. Mm-hmm. It, it's like two families and they're like kids are getting into preschool and they talk about like kids don't want to listen to this shit they want to listen to like dinosaur junior this, yeah. this is like the real version of that <laughs> no i thought it, i i the songs i liked i liked the other songs i i just was like wow this is like some really heavy beats i haven't listened to in a while was i wasn't ready for it dank beat yo but i was like wow this is like some hard dance that yeah, we're listening I to i'd pop a lock it's great anyway Word. So, what was that album called? I don't remember anymore. Squidward? Colossal Squid something or Squid. Other? No, the, the band is Colossal yeah. Squid. Squid Jerk. Oh, know. okay. Yeah, it is a weird name. And I yeah, can't yeah, find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem to mean anything. Anyway, go ahead. Restraining Order. They were formed in 2012. Their album came out in October. This World is Too Much off of... Did I put... I think it was Triple B Records. And it's um, like 82 style punk slash hardcore. And they even said... That uh, the lead singer, I didn't write his name down, but they wanted to, to be in that vein. So if you like Slapshot, or Sick of It All, or The Virus, or Coxbar, or Shark Attack, or Kill Your Idols, that type of stuff, mm-hmm. you will really like Restraining Order. Mark's been talking about this for a long while. I know it's not in your, up your alley. It's something I would have listened to. More than you would think, by the way. Really? I, I, it's I, something that I would have been really, really into mm-hmm. in the late 90s during my street punk like yeah. phase. Not phase. I was just really into street punk or like hardcore punk. And I, this, I thought, was really, really good. Done yeah. really well. It starts off with Never, which is a short, fast, aggressive first uh, track. Oh, they're also from Massachusetts, by the mm-hmm. way. What Will You Do? It kind of has this like classic Boston hardcore, like uh, slap shot, as I put in quotes. Um, and it has like a cool little breakdown mm-hmm. in it. I really enjoyed it. Broken Voice Box, remind me of a Sick of It All song. Don't really think so. One of my favorite songs on the album. It's fun. It, it's cool. I like the little bass lick that's going on. It sounds more um, on the street punk sound of things. Uh, this world is too much. Super cool 80s style street punk, hardcore punk. They have like a swagger. To, it reminded me of a, almost an MCD song. Ah, yeah. Cool guitar riff that you've heard a thousand times, but it still sounds super cool. Murder City Devils. Yeah. I straight have that. Because I'm like, what is this? And yeah. I'm like, boom, swagger, boom. Yeah, exactly. Um, be Like Me, kind of 90s street punk sound. Something for the youth, really cool That's song. Really like yeah, it has almost like an oi street punk sound, but different. 
not like sing-songy, addicted to this life. The way, a really good song, the way he delivers the lyrics in this in the beginning reminds me of Ceremony Sick, that one song Sick off Ronker Park. Just for some reason the delivery reminded me of that. And it's a, a, a hardcore street punk feel to it. I'm, I'm like, what does this sound like? Like Slapshot came in, the, uh, Kill Your Idols I think mm -hmm. was a big one. There was like Negative Approach. Um, I thought it was really good and it really was like a throwback to my youth. I was like, wow, yeah. this is really, really good. I... Straight up loved it. It was awesome. Mm. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I got into it. Um, restraining order. Restraining order. Yeah, a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, I was surprised you liked that. Like I said, uh, something for the youth and the world is too much were my two favorite songs in the album. Yeah, there's just something catchy. Even has like a. I'm sure you listen to Coxbar. Like almost everybody likes yeah. a couple Coxbar mm -hmm. songs, and that's what kind of remind me of. Yeah. But done a little differently. Restraining order. Restraining. And thank you, Mark Zimmerman. Mark's one that's been telling me uh, about him for years, and I just, mm -hmm. you know, had. Too much shit going on. So I will let... Which brings us to the main event. Ooh. For me, anyway. Got a quote to read you. Okay. Why do I feel like I have been recruited into a cult created by someone who discovered ELO and thought it was a gospel? Is Church that... of the Cosmic Skull, everyone is going to die. Yes. Out of Nottingham, England, where mm. the sheriff of the same name Ooh. lives and beats up on Robin Hood. Mm. Um, and this also came out uh, November 29th. All three things I did came out November 29th. Mine are a little older, but mm -hmm. I needed some yeah. stuff. Like, like, I want the Victrola music. Yes. Church of the... Church of the Rise. <laughs> it's, well, Church of the Cosmic Skull could be older. Mm, yeah, it's going to um, be very old. So I guess i got to talk about their aesthetic before I talk about the band, because their one is tied to the others. Okay. It's a seven-piece. First off, led by Bill Fisher. And they all have names like Brother Bill or Sister yes. Sally. And the aesthetic they're going for is 70s slash early 80s New Age cult. <laughs> like the Rajneeshis. Yes. And it's, it's really cool. To the point where, <laughs> I don't know, they could be a cult <laughs> at this point. I wouldn't be surprised. All their videos are shot through this filter so they look like they're really old. Like they're from like late 60s, early 70s, and they also have, like, an aesthetic, and, yeah, they preach on, uh, they preach mm -hmm. peace and love and whatnot. It is pretty unique. I think so, too. I was, when you said, sorry, when you sent me this, I was like, mm -hmm. what is this? But the, the first song really roped me in. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, and another way to describe it, uh, aside from having cult aesthetic, is a mashup of everything that's been going on in music in the U.K., from 1960 to 1985. Yeah, no, I agree. This is their third album, I should mention. Like, I could hear pet sounds in here as... Yeah, you can hear, like, everything. To the Kinks, to Elton John. Like, you can hear anything. And it opens with Fantasy, which incidentally seems to be about how TV is bad. And this sort of, even in, oh, the, the song says, uh, telling us all the things we know. And that's what this album, this song sort of tells you everything you need to know about this album, which a lot of four-part harmonies... That the music is sort of in service to the vocals. There are a lot of, uh, very reminiscent of a little rock band called Queen. Yes, definitely. So definitely. The, the guitar work and the licks, like, um, musically, it does sound a lot like Queen, which I would say is unusual because you don't, I don't think a lot of bands are really no. influenced by Queen. Mm -hmm. And it might be in part because Freddie Mercury overshadowed everything else that went in with that yeah. band. Fantasy, 
you know, you have this four-part almost acapella at times. Um, Do you know if that was featured in any commercials or anything? Because I played it for Mark because I thought it might be up yeah. Mark's alley with being a Zappa fan and stuff um, mm-hmm. and Kinks. And he's like, this sounds familiar. Like, I've heard it before. I, yeah, and I, I know you don't have TV. very familiar. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like literally because they're a cult, remember? Uh-huh. It's part of that. Yeah, it sounded very familiar, but I couldn't place it. So, maybe. Um, don't you believe in magic, Jamie? Uh, I do. Uh, second song. Um, that sort of tells you everything else you need to know about this album, which is it is arranged very much like a rock opera. Mm-hmm. Point where it's like the libretto and soundtrack to to a musical that has not been performed or written yet otherwise. Uh, Everybody's Gonna Die, the title track. Yeah. Just sort of is very soulful. Musings on death. You know, we all die some way. Some believe we we go here when we die. Some be, people believe we go there. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, man. Why am I on the Scientology page? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, there's a weird <laughs> link. It's weird. Do what you want with love in your heart. My favorite song of the album. Mm-hmm. It's it's really awesome. It has these sections that are extremely quick, zany guitar. I would call it tent revival, for lack of a better word. And that's what it's like. They're preaching to you about people who've been denied and how you should just do what you want to do with love in your heart. It's a captivating idea. And then that's when I started giving away all my possessions because I did not need them anymore. And then your bank account said zero and yeah. the Church of the Cosmic Skull mm-hmm. got a lot richer. Yeah. Uh, Into the Skull. Into the Skull is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I like it because especially it's like, it hits that guitar bridge and it becomes this really like proggy metal mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, um, that was the first song that kind of deviated that way, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it is. It's the okay. first one I was like, ooh. Seven yeah, really is good. very 60s folk psych. I like it. And that's also weird because they're counting down. So there are seven members of the band and they do seem to... Ooh, and the devil is six. No. <laughs> no, forget not. We're not going there. God, it's seven! No. No. Mm, maybe. I think the Pixies had an album come out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think they did too. The the old Pixies. Yes. It's what their new name is. But anyway, the cult of the cosmic... Or the... Oh, sorry, shit. Sorry. Sorry, Brother Bill, who looks like Lindsay Buckingham. Yes. The you church. Know, he looks somewhere like between Barry Gibb and L- Lindsey Buckingham. Or Barry Gibb. Oh yeah, they all they all wear white and they have long hair. They're like they the Mansons. Like you would yeah. think they're Manson children. At yeah, times. I mean they look like like literally like the Rizinchis if they just wore white instead of pink. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to the seven. So there are seven tenets of the Church of the Cosmic Skull religion. Mm. So we saw on their excellent website. Yes, that did not install tracking cookies onto my computer. No, not at all. Um, or take your mind. I'm not worried because all the pornography will fight any <laughs> attempt to track things on my computer. All that adult baby Yoda <laughs> fanfiction I've been writing where he, him and Wally. Oh, God. What? They have they have sex. It's consensual because he's adult, but he has to get his dighty poo-poo. Oh, and because Wally's a robot. I said too much. I said too much. But the other thing is reading the lyrics of Seven... I think it's about the founding of Rome. Mm. They talk about wolves. They talk about Hecate, drinking the wolf's milk. Mm. I think they're like the seven pillars of Rome. Yeah, Romulus and Remus. The hunt! Mm-hmm. This is weird because it's it's a very bluesy space rock song and sort of about a, a cheating woman and the, mm. and the and Brother Bill going, why'd you have to tell me? 
I mean, he would have been happier yep. not knowing. Mm-hmm. Put your head in the stand. Sand. Well, yeah. Man. The Great Black Hole, so funky. I thought that was very Zappa-esque. Yeah? That was the most Zappa. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I listened to a lot of Zappa. So I've listened to a lot of Zappa, and that's when I was like, ooh, Mark might be very interested in this. I like Zappa. Yeah. Gotta be in the mood. Uh-huh. Sorcery and Sabotage. Awesome. Yeah, it's a, that's sort of when you get back to that Queen aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a video for that one. Oh my God. So their videos. But all their videos are them playing their instruments in a weird song and singing and like like rainbows and shit mm-hmm. and subliminal commands mm-hmm. like telling me to send them What my, if Liz Fair is actually there? <laughs> I would believe it. Um, living in a Bubble. Yeah, so that's yeah. the last song. It's, it's somber. Yeah, it's a very but, slow. So probably has something, but all I think of is, I don't know what that means. So it's basically about being safe in your bubble and mean and then come to the Won't you come and join the family? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a cult. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a cult, but they really go like literally that's a good shtick. They have a, yeah, doing. they have one of the best sticks. They seem to buy into their we'll call their their own metafiction. Yeah. So I might um I had a, a New Year's resolution. Uh-huh. That was to delve into we'll say the, the metafiction of some medium. Okay. Whether it be, um, I don't know, like My Little Ponies or okay. King Giz and the Liz Wiz. So I might be, I'm going to do that. Next time we're going to have a book report on the the Church of the Cosmic Skull. Oh, okay. If I'm not uh, become one of them, if I don't become member eight. It's weird though, like sometimes, you, I, I, I would have never stumbled across. How did you stumble across this I band? don't even know. I don't even remember. It's so weird. Oh my God. Oh. And yeah, there's a lot of like four-part harmony. Like, this album has an electric viola in some songs. It's cool. Um, it's definitely very throwback yeah. cool. Like I, I enjoyed it because so, I yeah. liked that style of rock back then. Mm-hmm. And... and then out of curiosity, I did go back and listen to a bit here and there to their first two albums. I didn't listen to any of their... Not... The second album, you can see them becoming this album. Mm-hmm. First one's a lot more... I felt like other things that were happening in the UK, like their songs that are straight up Sabbathy. Mm. I think they have a song called Black Slug. Oh, shut That's a very much a Sabbath uh, song, which also introduced me to the band's Black Sabbath. Ooh. It's all female Black Sabbath. Oh, that's And cool. Brown Sabbath, Ooh. which appears to be a lounge funk Black Sabbath. That's pretty cool. And I just watched a video of them doing uh, Fairies Wear Boots. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, so, did you ever see the Black Sabbath perform? No. I have. You have you? I have. I did in 1999. Oh. I saw Black Sabbath. Oh. Was it with Ozzy? Or with Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was it? It was really cool. Like, yeah. I was like, you got to think it was 20 years ago. And even then, I was like, "This is going to be super old." And I'm like, "I'm just glad yeah. I went and saw them when I saw them because they were still old, but they were yeah. not as old as they are now." Yeah. You know, but it was it was cool. Did Ozzy make an adult baby Yoda in his pants? No, he did not. Oh, he was snorting ants. I'm sure. I guess it, you know it doesn't hurt that like those guys were never particularly lookers. Yeah. So if it was like I don't know. Like, like Oasis coming out after X years, fat and bloated. Well, I couldn't see very well because I was on the lawn mm. seats oh. at the BBT arena. It was actually the Tweeter Center back then. So, Church is a Cosmic Skull. Um, I recommend you join. It's I really mean, cool. Listen. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, oh, by the way, um, another really quick piece of music news. Okay. Actually, it's more apropos to when we recorded our last one. Yeah, like Coldplay like, had an album just come out by surprise. 
Yeah, I wanted to check it out. I haven't really listened to Coldplay in a while. I kind of want to just get back and listen yeah. to them mm -hmm. a little bit. A band everyone decided they retroactively hated because they weren't cool or some shit like well, that. Well, we saw them live. That was a good show. And that album was my favorite, Viva La Loca or whatever. Yeah. That album was fucking fantastic. Really good album. And then it kind of... They had an album after that. Mm -hmm. A few albums after that. I just couldn't get into them as much. But I, I wouldn't mind listening to them again. Uh. Space Slug. Yes. Reign of Orion. And pretty much you don't have to listen. The, the name Space Slug tells you literally everything about this band. And this came out December 6th of this year mm. on BSFD Records. And they are from a trio from Poland. Mm. Which I listened to their first album, which came out in 2016. Yeah. Lamanis. Lamanis. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, I did a really quick review because it just came out. Yeah. And I thought Lou would be into this and band. So let it start. Down to the Sun. Stoner psych doom metal. Like it kind of hits every yeah. category. Kind of has these echoey, fuzzy, grungy folks, vocals, crashing drums, heavy guitars, a buzzing bass. Um, and this song reminded me the most of their other... The, one of the songs that would come off Lamantis or whatever. Cool song. Space Runner. Buzzing bass buildup. You have some synth, trancey drum and piano riff going on. Um, kind of have this, then it goes into like this metal riff. Drony, lo-fi vocals. It's one of the most different Space Lug songs I've heard. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going in a different direction. Half Moon Burns is my favorite. It almost reminds me a little bit of Red Fang at times. Um, echoey drums and guitars then it's out of all these songs i think it's probably the heaviest angry vocals and yeah. they do they have dual vocalists and you have these heavy fast guitars and you have breakdown of a guitar and drum trade-off and then it gets heavier again and then there's like a, some movie clip or some type of yeah. clip and then it gets heavy again and then it like slowly winds down it's one of the more like doom sounding i would say yeah. songs and uh that is my favorite song on the album was it like seven minutes or mm -hmm. something Trees of Gold, it starts off with these keyboards and this mellow guitar. The guitar almost has like a little bit of a surf rock feel. Like a yeah, surf, a bit, yeah. yeah, it was kind of interesting. I was like, ooh, surf tune guitar. Very chill, mellow. It was very trance-like, and I would say it's the most audible vocals. You can actually like know mm -hmm. what they're saying. Beneath the Haze, how do you know you exist? Was one of the lines. So I'm mm -hmm. like, ooh, they're going out there, man. Something just fell upstairs. <laughs> So it starts off with this guitar and it gets heavier and it's very stoner psych rock with fuzzy vocals, fuzzy buzzing guitars. Um, and it's the last song. I think it's like eight minutes. Yeah. Kind of just follows that pattern. It was really good. I dig it. If you like this genre, I think you will definitely like Space Lugs. So I like this I like this album a lot. It reminded me a lot of um, Cult of Luna. Okay. Especially the, uh, that album uh, Mariner. Okay. Really, liked it. my two favorite songs were uh, "Down to the Sun" and "Beneath the Haze," the first and last song. Okay. Because I felt they were really heavy. Mm -hmm. Album's really good. Yeah, it's it's very different from their the previous the 2016 album. Um, I almost feel like it's more like prog metal at times. Yeah, definitely. it's super heavy yet chill at the same time. It almost reminds me a little bit at times, Baroness. I really like it. As I said, I haven't given it a ton of listens. Mm -hmm. I've literally given it one listen. Yeah, I really, I really liked it. But I really like this band, and they are Space Slug, Reign of the Orion, and I believe that they 
are going to have this this album available on vinyl come February. Oh. That's why I, I it was kind of under. I knew they were coming out with something, but mm-hmm. I was thinking February in my head, and then it popped mm-hmm. up. I was like, oh shit, I'll review this really quick. So yeah, check it out if you like that type of stuff. Yeah, and I do, and I did. Yeah, you'll. I, I'll have to send you some mm-hmm. stuff from their first album yeah. then. His so, odd digs. So trying to think, uh, Courtney Barnett had a live album come out that's also acoustic. Yes, told me about that potty mouth. I was unaware. Yeah, um, but going back to Courtney Barnett. Hard to, you know, it's hard to review like a live album, especially an acoustic one. Yeah. It's good. They cover, they do a couple covers, including a Leonard Cohen cover that's really good, which I thought was a different Leonard Cohen song. So I know Pairs were recorded. Zach Quinn's spinoff band, Band-Aid Brigade, is supposed mm-hmm. to be coming out sometime soon. It's That's like Yacht Rock. It has nothing yeah. to do with punk. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's very interesting. I'll have to send you the one song. I don't know if I ever reviewed it. No. Yeah. What was so. the other, is that, was that with Pooh and... Um, Oh, that was his, like, solo stuff. Yeah. His, like, acoustic stuff. I'm trying to think of other stuff. I, I finished, if you would, do you have any other music? Not music, not that I can think of. I finished watching The Good Place, at least yeah. to season three. There is a season four, right? I think that's what's going on now. That, yeah. So are you up to... Season three. So, so you never up. watched any season four, then? No. Okay. Is it on NBC or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's a network show. That's so weird. Yeah, it's amazing that anyone care about a network show... So did you ever read Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance? No, but I, everyone I knew in college had a copy. Yeah, no one cares anymore about it. Anyway, yeah. I listen to Jimmy Jacobs' podcast. He is Zombie Princess. The um, He's a wrestler. Oh. Anyway, he has a podcast that he does some book reviews, and he reviewed this book with Daniel Bryant. So when they were talking about it, it made me never want to read this book. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this they started talking about like, how they couldn't get it because they're talking about Hume and Kant a lot philosophy-wise. And I'm like, cheaty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The one guy was a professor, but he like had his mind erased. And then he was trying to become something. It was very interesting. And I'm like, I wonder if the good place has ever, like if there's some correlation. I don't know. Maybe. I just didn't remember. Yeah, it just was interesting. Mm -hmm. Really weird now because cheaty you'll see in stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not the good place, and it's kind of disturbing. So what do you... I really liked the first two seasons, and now I'm to the point, like, let's just end this, kind of? Um, it sort of is getting a little... Trying to get a little too smart for it. Like, I'm good. really hoping that... I think this is the last season, the fourth yeah. season. It's been really good, but I almost wonder if it's, like, lost. Like, the show lost, mm-hmm. if they've just always been in kind of purgatory. Yeah. And once they stop playing the game, mm-hmm. you get to go wherever. You know how like they're on the island and that old couple yeah. that they met in, and they're like, "Oh, we stop playing. It's yeah. not. It's, it's not worth running around because they're constantly trying to the old people and." It was like the, yeah. But that just popped in my. I, I've been thinking about the good place. Yeah, you know where I would go. Where? Uh, Mindy St. Clair's house. <laughs> I like when she's with. Um, she's the best. The boyfriend. Oh, uh, Jason Manzuka's robot. Yeah. Like, I got light in my dingaling. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, hear the wind chimes, and they're like, "Oh God." Uh, yeah. I think it's a really good show. I think it just started kind of losing steam third yeah, season. No, it started think, off really good, and then I'm like, where? I don't know where else. You're not the be. only person to think that. What else? I've been watching The Grinch. Ooh, the new the one? one? The new one, yeah. I saw that in the theater. Yeah, with Benedict Cumberbatch. It's animated? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I saw it. So. It's okay. What the fuck with. Like, because I see the last couple times they got to make the Grinch like an abused child yeah. to make him hate Christmas. Why can't he just hate Christmas? Victor likes baby, um, baby Grinch. He does he? That was his favorite part. Uh, and then I was like, sit down! <laughs> He's uh, just running all over movie tavern. I was uh, like, oh my God. That's baby Grinch. Yeah. 
baby. Is it because he's green? Is he like a dog? That's the other thing. Is the Grinch like a dog? No, he has that dog. Yeah, but he's like a he's like no none of the other Hughes and Newville are green. I think he's like a dog for like he's he's goofy mm-hmm. and his dog is like Pluto. Mm. Like took a thing of bricks to the head and is like a a special needs Maybe. or something. I don't know. I watched um Tony I don't know. The guru um the Tony self help guy. Tony uh, Horton not Tony Horton. Uh with the teeth. Tony I can't remember anyway. Well, anyway, it's on Netflix. There's a, a documentary called Tony, uh, whatever, I'm yeah. Not Your Guru, and it's very interesting. They go yeah. and talk. They show his self-help help lectures that's like six days, mm-hmm. and like day one they go over like um, one guy said he was suicidal. And yeah. it, it was very interesting. It was two hours. I'm trying to think of his last name still. Is it Robbins? Here. Yes, Tony oh, Robbins. Okay, yeah. Because at first I'm like, this guy's going to be full of shit, blah, blah, blah. And he seems to genuinely care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, he was, like, abused by his mom, like, mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally. Obviously, emotionally. Yeah. But it's, it's a very interesting... I've been hearing a lot about it on different podcasts. Yeah. I think I heard Joe Rogan talk about it. And then Jimmy Jacobs has talked about it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I gotta check this out. And yeah. at first, I'm like, oh, probably a lot of this shit staged or whatever. But it, mm-hmm. it, it was interesting. It is yeah. worth a look-see, Lou. Wow. A looky Lou. That's what I finished watching last wow, night. Nice. Working on the self-help. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, got these new friends. Oh. Yeah, we go to church together. Oh, what church of the it, cosmic skull? It, yeah, it's like you wouldn't understand. Mm, yeah. I Unless guess. you want to join. You want to join? No. <laughs> Unless they can cure my hemorrhoids. So <laughs> one thing they can't cure. That, uh, well, then I'm not joining. That's Fuck actually that. The devil has hemorrhoids in the Church of the Cosmic Skull. So I had a laugh when I was uh, when you sent me the podcast to review uh, last week. Yeah, you love cat, cat set. I didn't, I, it took me a second. I like how Matthew was like, is more than one person going to get this? And I was like, I don't even know what to, oh, new love cassette. As long as I get it, that's all I really care about. So anyway, though, when I was listening to it, it was enjoyable to hear how angry you were getting in your voice that I just like, I, I thought I was totally cool with Nick Cave mm-hmm. and I wasn't being a dick whatsoever, but you seemed so offended. So here's the problem, folks. Can I... For one thing, I laughed out loud when I got to that part. You have no idea what your face looked like as I was giving that review. It was not like, I'm cool and you're rich. It was like, I can't, I mean, seriously, like you were like almost bounced up and down. Like, I can't wait to shit on this shit. Oh, I didn't and notice I was like that. You were like, yeah. Oh. I mean, it well, That was... makes more sense. But I, but I didn't shit on it. Like, I didn't, I, I don't think <laughs> you... I shit on it at all. See, you're. <laughs> I'm telling you, your face. <laughs> but I was like, "Wow, Luke kind of seems kind of hostile." I realized to me. I was getting angrier than it was, but <laughs> not that you were God. like, "Fuck you, get out of my." But I was like, "Wow!" But like, you were looking like I said, you were. I think I just had a smug look on oh, my face. Oh, you looked so disgusted. <laughs> it was like I wasn't disgusted. It was it's like, like you know what I like to do? I like to get Wonder Bread and smear shit <laughs> on it and eat the shit you want one. And I was like, "Hold up to your face." That's like kind of the look. Well, like, you know, I don't. Or were you thinking that? Because I just no, you totally were. Because um, that a couple times, a couple times I glance over. And I saw you, and I think I made a comment at one point. Well, there was one time you were telling me that you were like, oh, it's like him spoken word over mm-hmm. And I think I just had a smug look yeah. on, because I'm like, but, well, isn't that the oh, whole album? And that's when you that's were like, But no, earlier on, and I'm sure anyone cared. <laughs> earlier, when I go, and feel free if you have any opinions to interject, that's when I first noticed the look on your face. Well, people, okay. In my defense, a lot mm-hmm. of people always think I look angry. 
Yeah. I'll be walking across the street and be like, what's your problem? Why do you always look so yeah, angry? You know what? In my defense, I've known you for like over 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway. I didn't think I looked that way, but I don't know. I wasn't But, but I mean, the most important thing is I legitimately laughed out loud when I got to that <laughs> section. And then when I was like doing the final review, I laughed again. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was just funny to like, uh, it's your guy. I get it, yeah. you know? And, and I thought I was being more than respectful, yeah. but I guess uh, my face said yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Ooh, Christmas. So I guess next podcast will be our year in review. Probably, yeah. And in the end of the decade. End of the decade Ooh. is everyone's like reminding me with their dumb pictures. Mm-hmm. And we'll have seen the, the world will have seen. And you have to see that. go back and listen to see what your New Year's resolutions yes, were. Did. If you yeah. if you did them, same with me, I guess. Yeah. I probably did them. I'm just gonna guess because that's how I don't remember what I put. And, um, yeah, I, I started compiling my list so far oh. of your end. I've been reviewing music, and I'm like, oh, that came out this year? That came out this yeah. year? Yeah. We were listening to Slater Kinney last night, the new album, yeah. me and Victor. No. Yeah. I'm going to get that, because um, they had a single come out then, Animal. Oh, okay. That they were supposed to be selling as like a 7-inch at the show, but they didn't. They mm. were out. Ring, Oh, and I have a show next next week no. in um, yeah. in Reading. They're having Keystone Jams three, and it's Gorilla Biscuits, Shelter, Jesus Peace, Wisdom and Chains, oh. bunch of hardcore bands. So I'm pretty stoked for that. So I'll have some news on that. Yeah. And of course, Star Wars. Yes, I'm yeah. actually looking. Uh, I, I wasn't excited for Star Wars. Yeah, I was kind of Star Wars out. I think I've been uh, Star Wars out for this decade, yeah. kind of. But I'm actually slowly getting pretty ex- so, excited. I feel the same way because I wasn't into it until I started opening my advent calendar. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> my three advent calendars of Star Wars. And it got you? And you got it in the mood, man? Yeah. No, honestly, Star Wars might be the only movie like I... <laughs> I get... Um, I still get excited to see Star Wars. Yeah. Even though like this time because it's like the culture in general where people will just talk about a movie and preemptively hate it months before it comes out. Yeah. Like, that's happening again, and I was like, oh, I don't give a shit. I just saw, like, the trailer, like, last week. I saw I stay the, away from all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I don't watch the trailer. I watched the teaser when it came out, which is just all a bunch of spaceships. I don't even think I saw that, because I'm like, I just want to stay away from it. I need... I just, yeah. I'm sick of be- nerds just being nerds. Yeah. And, I want it this way. Blah, blah, blah. Nerds. Wow, and Mark and I were right. talking about possible scenarios and stuff. Because oh. who's Anakin's dad? Because we were watching Phantom Menace because uh, it was on. They don't ever really have a dad. There's Florians. They created him. Yeah. Virgin birth. Mm. Yoda slam him with that big dick. Could be. I don't and know. And then like he, he got hit in the head and he's an adult baby. <laughs> as we know happens. Mm-hmm, I did. Is a six thing it is for adult baby Yoda. I think you I in think you do have them. some uh, fan fiction on here. In my head I wrote it now. Him and Wally. Mm. And, uh, I don't think anyone would even know who Wally is anymore. Everyone does. It's the best no. Pixar movie. No. And Lieutenant Uhura. Who's that? Oh, uh, Star Trek. Oh, okay. Who's this Lieutenant, Lieutenant Uhura? Uhura. The oh, black Uhura. lady? Yes. Yeah. She's in it too. Oh, okay. She plays the stern. I heard um, one of the guys Valerian. from Deep Star, Deep Space Nine died. Yeah, Odo. Oh, that was Odo. I Odo. didn't realize. My mom sent it to me. I'm like, I don't know what you're well, talking about. Well, she like, the guy from Benson died. Yeah, she's like, I'm like, Benson yeah. from yeah. Deep Star 9? I'm like, no. uh, or Deep, Deep Space, Space 9? Yeah. yeah, Deep Star. Yeah, he was on... Deep 
Space Penis 9. And by the way, talking about movie, like, I'm sure no one fucker remembers Benson. I remember he was on Benson. Mm-hmm. I don't remember shit about Benson. Yeah, me neither. I did listen to a podcast with Michael Rappaport on... Benson? Now, uh, Toby from H2O had Michael Rappaport uh-huh. on. I didn't realize, like, how much stuff Michael Rappaport was in. I forgot he was even in True Romance. Oh, that's right. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he was in so much... Zebrahead, which I never mm-hmm. saw. He was in Friends. Like, he he was in so much I shit. think he knew he was in Friends. Yeah, he just seems to act... All I remember him from um, was Remy from How You're Learning. Oh, it. Remy. <laughs> oh, poor, like... He seems like a pretty cool dude. Yeah. But he was talking about like stuff from True Romance. It was kind of interesting. It was pretty cool. Oh. He's good friends with Toby. Oh. He's, he was in Mighty Aphrodite. Was he? Yeah. It's a movie I didn't particularly like. He's in some new like. series now on something. It's called... Yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but... He's oh. actually... He does stand-up, yeah. and he's at Helium tonight, and I oh. half thought about going to see, and I was like, you know what? Too close to the holidays. Yeah. And, it's a shame because I'm going to need to talk about something on my Michael Rappaport spinoff podcast. Oh! He's in this uh, little fan fiction I'm writing. With Baby Yoda. And Dexter. Or, they go to see Dexter from True Romance. De- he tried out for Dexter, he Did said. He? And he didn't get it. And then he's, he like met Gary Oldman. He's like, I didn't know he was British. So when yeah. he's, like, he's like, dude, I'm a New York guy. Like I have the accent down. He's like... I, you know, hung out, like, he wanted to be a professional yeah. basketball player, like, had a, pretty much hung out in, like, black neighborhoods the whole time, so he's like, I'm the best to be Dexter, yeah. and then he's like, Gary Owen was super cool, but I, like, when I hear him, like, hello, he's like, what the fuck, yeah. man, why did I not get these part? and I, he was so cool yeah. as Dexter, it was awesome. <laughs> anyway, I think on that note, anyway, <sighs> we gotta go fishing. Fishing? For some penis fish. <laughs> I say just use a, a lure in the shape of a butthole. I have to look at that more because I've seen that pop up on Facebook. I just wonder if it's fake. I think it's fake. We'll have to look it up after. Yeah, apparently these penis fish looking, these fish that look like penis have been washing up on shore. Mm-hmm. So that's what the, the joke is about. Yes. So that's a, a hot expo. Woo! Penis fish. Yes. Adult Baby Yoda, Michael Rappaport. Yeah. And Wally. Mm-hmm. Everyone have a happy holiday of your choice. Yes, have a happy holiday. We, um... I hope you have a good <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. Drink a lot of eggnog. Yeah. You can only really drink one cup of eggnog. Blech. I don't like eggnog. I think it's tasteless. It's like batter. Ugh. Like it's bat, bad turd batter. I like it. It's bad yeah. for you. It's gross. Anyway. Anyway, take care, guys, right. and happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho. Bye. Bye.